Hey, happy Wednesday. Um, it is Tuesday night and I finally feel like I'm back on track with doing this the day before so that it's out on time and I'm probably at like a five or a six out of 10 right now. I'm gonna try to um, make this as coherent and clear and I'm also trying to sound a little happier than I am because I want you to feel like this improves your day and it's gonna help me feel better. Um, so I had therapy today and it just absolutely knocked me on my butt in a way that I didn't expect because I, um, it's nothing that she said. It was more just like how it hit me. And so she mentioned, um, she wanted me to not get sucked into a narrative I was saying. And something about that made me feel defensive and exhausted. And so I think the narrative was basically between my ex and this other guy and, even now hearing me say it, it's like, I think I give it too much power over my self-esteem and what I think it means that like, it takes away my, from my value and my just overall worth and my happiness. And I think what she meant was just like, check how much you're feeding into that narrative, into that story. And then like after I had to lay down and I still feel that way. And I know I keep using the term vulnerability hangover, but this is just like exhaustion that um, I was thankful that I was able to check in with myself and realize some self-compassion is overdue here because I was immediately trying to fix my situation because my ex and I had a conversation and we saw the other guy in the park and I was thinking like, oh, I texted him. I said, hey, I, so I texted the other guy, our mutual friend. And I said, I haven't talked to him in about six months. And um, it's funny how it feels like it's yesterday that I haven't talked to him, but also six months is half of a year. And um, so I said, hey, I think I'm starting to feel open to talking. Let me know if you'd be open to meeting and then he responded saying he's absolutely open to meeting and he's glad to hear from me. And I'm in between wanting peace and to move forward. And I still have so much anger and rage. And I that just exhausted me. It knocked me onto the couch and like not knowing what to do. But back to self-compassion, I realized I tried to fix all of this complex situation into like, Honestly, I ended therapy and I was thinking, maybe I can meet this guy before the sun comes down, goes down. Like I can wrap this up with a nice bow and like wash my hands of it before bedtime. And then I think my brain and my body was saying, hold up, you don't have to do that right now. And then I was talking with some other friends about how my therapist saying like, careful how much you're feeding into this narrative. And I told them how it wiped me out. And we started talking about narratives we tell ourselves. And then one of my friends mentioned in the 90s Nickelodeon cartoon, Hey Arnold, um, there's a character named Helga. I think it's Helga, not Olga. Helga is the bully of Arnold and she's so mean to him, but it turns out she has a super secret, super intense crush on the main character. And as much as she bullies him, she also will um, pick up his discarded chewing gum 
and she built a statue of him that she hides in her closet. And when she's completely alone, she like talks to the gum statue of her crush. And so she's mean to him in real life, but she fixates on this gum statue. And I think it's the best metaphor. So like, is she creating a real relationship with him? No, she's like mean to his face and she pretends she hates him. But when she's alone, she's absolutely fixating and talking to a pile of chewed gum. And that kind of made me realize like that's what it is to create narratives in our head where like I'm going off little bits of chewing gum that may or may not be true, but they're, it's just like discarded evidence and I'm building it into a statue and that's what I'm talking to. And so um, that's why I'm like leaning into just meeting with the two of them to let them know how I feel. And then I'm now realizing, saying this all out loud, that I need to open up the space to talk to, or I need to listen to them as much as I want to just talk. And so um, back to sounding a little bit, a little bit more cheerful. Um, I think I'm in a good place that like I can recognize today was a rough day. I'm at a five out of 10 and that sucks. And I don't need to beat myself up on top of that. I should be kind to myself. That's why I'm doing this and enjoying this. I'm letting a lot of my thoughts out. And I think once I'm done with this, I'm going to get on Instagram. I'm going to um, try to talk to some people uh, because it always makes me feel better after I do it. And so why not lean into things that make me feel better? Um, I did some doodling and some painting and I'm watching TV a little bit. I've been listening to my audiobook, And so this is just a reminder to um, kind of check yourself. Like if you're having a bad day, that's okay. And uh, you should be kind to yourself when you're having a bad day. You shouldn't like pile on on yourself. And I'll be back to talk about a very recent doodle that I've done. I have to say, taking that momentary break where I just like click stop recording and then I'm able to think for five seconds or however long I pause, it's hugely helpful. And I just had like a million epiphanies. So one is, one, the power of a pause, like to take my breath and reflect and realize like, I'm so thankful to be doing this because it distracts me. And I thought of um, anyone listening today that like, you don't need to start what I started, but I mean, record yourself talking. I mean, that's what I'm getting out of this, that like, I don't even necessarily need anyone to listen, but hearing myself out loud is hugely beneficial. And if you watched uh, Grace and Frankie on Netflix about, so it stars Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, uh, Lily Tomlin's character, Frankie, uh, she just takes videos of herself talking and she has these epiphanies. I totally get it now. And then also I think I uncovered another feeling during the brief break that now that I'm suddenly face-to-face with my ex and this friend and I haven't interacted with them in half a year, I'm just noticing how much I've grown and how much they may or may not have grown. Like my ex had different facial hair and like 
he just, he looked absolutely the same, but a little different. And it broke my heart that like time changes and we grow and we change. And I think I need to mourn a little bit that like, even if things were really fantastic and I could go back to being friends with them, it's like, I've changed so much in six months. And I think that's something I normally celebrate it. But right now it's kind of the same feeling of, um, I'm going to try on my favorite pair of shoes and they don't fit anymore. And I, it's just like a sad moment of like, yes, I've outgrown this, but it's also really sad because I loved what it was. And that's kind of how I'm looking at these people. And it's complicated because I also, my therapist even said like, do you think you still have feelings for your ex? And I'm like, I do. I have feelings for him. I'm angry at him. I want to move on. I'm curious about how interesting it is that you could change your circumstances and it can actually change a lot in your life. Like I'm on a dating app and seeing these potential new suitors, I'm like, I could really, what if I just closed this chapter in my life and started dating other people? And then, but what if it's a dramatic scene in a movie where I like, I'm trying to date other people, but then I show up at my ex's house and it's raining and I'm like, it was you the whole time. It was you. I tried to move on, but it was you. And so like, that's dramatic, but um, that's in the back of my mind. So I'm trying not to tell stories because one of the stories is that if I get back with him, I am weak and stupid. And my therapist agreed that that's a story and I need to peel these stories back and be my authentic self. And the way we do that is we meditate, we journal, and we really pay attention to which parts of us come up. And I even mentioned that like my ex said that he wouldn't text me anymore because he said what he said and he'll wait for me. And he, he looked at me and he smiled when he said it. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to text. I'll wait for you. And then I told my therapist, um, but part of my identity is that like, I do want him to text me. Like, I'm the one who's pursued. I'm the one who's chased. And I think that's why, like, being ignored is so hard for me because I get my validation through um, people communicating to me. (laughs) And she's like, well, pay attention to that because that sounds like a part of you. And that's, like, playing games. And so I don't know how to, like, shed these parts and shed these stories and, like, really listen to myself. Um... So the doodle I wanted to talk about, I'm looking at it in front of me. I think this was yesterday. I'm losing all concepts, all concepts of time. Um, This was when I wrote, you need to figure out every single thing about your life right this second, said no one ever. And I was happy that that got a response and some fun comments because this is what I've been doing this week. Like just thinking I need to solve everything in one second and that's not how things work. And so it's frustrating because, oh, okay, this is an aha moment. I'm realizing like choosing this life is kind of actively actively accepting that there is no more quick fixes. And even if you only, like I had nights where I could only have one drink. Like I was able to, um, control the amount sometimes. Like once I had two drinks that it would like kind of spiral out of control, but like I could sit and have one drink 
Um, I would drink it really fast, but like, it's about the control of like, I don't like this moment. I'm uncomfortable. And this drink will make me feel different. It will make me feel like I have a sense of power. And this life is kind of about letting that power go and understanding that there is no quick fix. And so, yeah, this is a little scribble of writing that I think is try. I'm trying to let myself know that it's okay that I don't have to figure everything out right this second. And that right now, honestly, it's making my stomach turn. If I had a quick fix button for everything, I would. And I don't have that button. I just have therapy, meditation, arts and crafts, you, um, talking about my feelings, noticing my feelings in my body, um, making tea, watching TV, listening to music, going for long walks. Those are healthy coping mechanisms that I'm trying to really be on top of. And then also, I think I was really cranky before I did this and I didn't have dinner. So I I made dinner, ate dinner, and now I'm doing this. So it's just like, take it one thing at a time, dude. Yeah, I call myself dude and you're a dude um, or a dudette, however you identify. Um, thank you for listening and... Um, let me know how your day's going. I mean, I'm going to hop on Instagram now and hopefully be able to keep this conversation going in one way or another. Um, but if you're listening to it, to this, that means it is Wednesday, May 27th, 2020. And May is almost done. And so I'm going to try to make each day count. And I hope you do the same. I love you so much. Uh, goodbye.